Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk About Sleep Baby podcast, a podcast for tired and busy parents where we will share all of the tips, tricks and strategies to have your little one sleeping soundly again. I'm your host Ash Perry and the founder of Sleeps and Leaps Consulting and I can't wait to get stuck into today's episode. I would be ever so grateful guys if you had a moment to leave a rating or review if you are enjoying my podcast. Thank you so much. All right, guys, happy new year. It's 2024 and a whole, I don't know where that time has gone. It's been so long between episodes. We had a really busy lead up to Christmas. Christmas, now it's halfway through January and I don't know where that time has gone. Um, And apologies if it sounds a little bit more echoey in this episode than it normally does. I have just set up our home office finally in our new house, which has been a long time coming. It's been chock-a-block full of boxes and God knows what else. Um, And I finally cleared it out and put the desks in but I've just realized the sound isn't the best in here for recording a podcast but anyway you can still hear me so hopefully it's all good but today launching straight in so I've obviously had many conversations I had a little break over Christmas um, and we're still trying to get back to people's dms and emails and things and thank you to the families that I've been working with over the last couple of months I've just had an amazing 18 or so months in my introduction into this business and I've absolutely loved it so I just wanted to shout out a huge thank you to all of you listeners and all of my support network and little community that I've built through doing this so I've absolutely loved it but um I have been talking to quite a few parents about toddler bedtime and the antics that toddlers get up to when they especially when they transition from a cot to a bed which obviously has different boundaries to a baby and a toddler who is still sleeping in a cot so I thought today's episode launching straight into the new year it would be a good one to talk about Um, I'll I'll try not to keep it too long but just a few little tips and tricks around toddlers and sort of some little strategies that you might be able to use if you're sort of facing a few difficulties with your toddler at bedtime staying in bed going to bed all of the above um, a couple of things that might help you so we for those of you who are brand new out there to um, to my little community I have nearly four year old she's four in a couple of weeks L and 14 month old Jack so have been through the toddler antics with L and have got that yet to come with Jack so it's always a really interesting topic of conversation and I think most parents fear what might be coming when their little ones move to a bed and not having the the safety net of a cot I suppose but um, hopefully there's a few things in here that might be able to help you if you're if you're going through that at the moment so most um most of these start to come through when babies transition from a cot to a bed like I said so we're probably looking in this episode is probably more targeted around babies you know two plus obviously some babies move to a bed much earlier through safety reasons they might be climbing out or personal preference but um most are you know older than two when parents make this choice um under their own I suppose choice um so first of all with the bed, bed transition if you're sort of approaching this time now I would recommend keeping your little one in the cot as long as possible while there's no safety concerns so if they're not showing signs of trying to climb out or fall out or whatever that might look like keep them in the cot for as late as possible it's a lot easier to work with a toddler who's a little bit older to sort of understand the boundaries around bedtime what bedtime looks 
like as opposed to a baby or you know a toddler who's still on the younger side obviously some people have no choice but um if you do have this choice keep them in the cot for as long as you possibly can but when we do get to the point that we are transitioning across to a bed the best things to do just a couple of a little checklist I suppose is involve them in the process of setting up their room setting up the bed you can even do things like allow them to help you um, choose some bedding you know they might have a favorite doona cover in the shop that they like the look of you're trying to make bedtime and the um, conversation around their bed a really positive one so when it comes to actually going to bed at night time it's not you know feared or they're not worried they're not scared you know all of those things depending on age this will be more appropriate for some toddlers versus others um, and keep the routine as consistent as possible so there really should be nothing too much that changes with their routine and their wind down routine and the approach to bedtime when they're in a cot versus when they go to a bed so try and keep everything that's familiar comforters if they use a dummy obviously teddies toys you know the things that they're used to having at bedtime in their cot try and keep that consistent with their bed as well so of course there's so many safety things that you can get to help with the transition to moving to a bed so the side rails I would highly recommend um, obviously little ones don't really know they thrash around in the middle of the night and won't necessarily know that the edge of the bed is right there um, so definitely some safety rails to begin with some people go down the path of putting a baby gate across the door I haven't I didn't do that with Elle we didn't sort of feel we needed to at that point but um plenty of people and a lot of people that I talk to parents that I talk to do this and find that that works really well just at least containing them to their room if they do choose to get out of bed so that's something that's just complete personal choice that you might consider um if you feel that you're having a lot of trouble with them getting out of bed and walking down the hallway or coming into your room and those types of things. So a couple of little strategies, I suppose, um, most, most of the issue that parents have when their um, toddler moves from a cot to a bed is the getting out of bed and just having no physical boundary to keep them in their bed and understanding that it's bedtime and you need to stay in bed when we go to bed at night time and most parents unfortunately if you've got this yet to come you probably will experience it at some stage obviously some toddlers are harder and more strong-willed to get them to stay in their bed than others but most parents do experience this at some stage so a couple of little tools that you might um, like to have up your sleeve if this keeps happening so if previously for example a very like straightforward baby who was sleeping in a cot toddler sleeping in their cot moving to a bed is that they were put in their cot they self-settled they rolled around did their thing and went off to sleep that's very common it's not the case for all toddlers but it's often the case um and then all of a sudden they get moved to a bed and instead of rolling around and you know spending 5 10 15 minutes doing that they decide to get out of bed because they know they can that's a very common thing that is seen so a couple of tools to have up your sleeve is um what we what I call the silent walk back so if you are sort of trying in the initial nights of um, putting your toddler into their bed and they just keep coming out to you in the lounge room they just keep appearing the silent walk back as frustrating and as time consuming and as impatient as you might be all it involves is grabbing their hand silently walking them back to their room putting them back into bed basically not engaging or interact with 
interacting with them at all or at a very minimal level not sort of saying I told you you need to stay in bed or you know really trying hard to it's very very hard if this has been going on for some time but just the repetition of showing them back to their room popping them back into bed it might take 50 times it might take five times it might take a hundred times all children are different um, but this can be a really good strategy because obviously they're not really getting much enjoyment out of getting out of bed because you're not really they're not really getting much of a response when they do come to see you so that can work really well just the repetition to keep doing keep keep going with it it's frustrating but um over time it can work really well and they'll start to understand that bedtime means we stay in bed because they keep getting put back into bed when they do come out so that's a really good one to have up your sleeve another one which is my absolute favorite this has worked a, a treat with Elle and we still bring it out even though she goes to bed reasonably well um at the like has done for quite some time now we still bring it out every now and then it's all about just them being able to trust that you're there for them they know that you'll check on them all of those types of things feeling safe and secure in their bed but the mummy or daddy will be back in a minute can work really well too so um what that looks like is and it depends on the age of your toddler as well this probably isn't really going to work for maybe a two-year-old but even two and a half it can work a treat and older of course as well older children too um and all that means is you're telling them okay i've tucked you into bed good night i love you whatever your little um, phrases which I would highly recommend using a phrase we want that predictability of bedtime so that bedtime isn't a surprise for your little one like I said keeping the routine as consistent as possible for them so they know that bedtime's approaching it's not a surprise it's not sprung on them they've got that time to prepare um, so sort of once you've been through all of that a really good one can be to say mummy will be back in a minute I'm just going to the toilet or I'm just going to get a drink I often say to Elle I'll be back in a couple of minutes I'm just going to finish up the dishes from dinner and I'll come back and check on you in two minutes or you know whatever um and that works really well because I do go back even if she's still awake which I know can sound like dangerous territory but sometimes it actually works even better if she is awake when I first go back and check her because it's like she knows she can trust that I will go back and check her and she knows that I'll always check on her through the night and I'll be there if she needs anything but um them just knowing that you're around or what you're doing next can work really well. Um, toddlers often just like to know what's happening and what's happening next and you're going away to um, do something or they know what you're doing. Elle went through a really funny phase where she was worried that we were just going straight to bed when she was going to bed and I think in her little mind she thought like if I need something mum and dad might will be asleep and won't be able to help me so it was just something that I've just observed from being a parent myself and talking to other parents that telling them that you're going to do something makes them feel safe and also they kind of know know what's happening next and then you can go back and check and you can do that periodically if you've got a child that you feel like needs that little bit of extra um, reassurance but otherwise often you know in a lot of cases it can be that mummy will be back in a minute I'm just going to the toilet and then sometimes by the time you've returned they're actually fast asleep or you know you might return that once and then you'll do it again and say oh I'm just going to get a drink this time um, and, and in that time they've gone to sleep so that's a really good one to have up your sleeve so they're sort of to the silent walk back that's probably that initial when you've got a baby oh I shouldn't I shouldn't say baby because they're usually toddlers at this point but if you've got a toddler that continuously keeps getting out of bed the silent walk back can work really well again you can consider the baby gate if that's something that might work well for your family and then once you sort of get them into bed and staying in bed that mummy will be back in a minute 
um, that sort of can be something else that can work work well for this age group as well. Um, it does, this age definitely takes a lot of patience and perseverance. It's very different to if you're listening to this and you're at this stage yourself and you may have sleep trained your baby or you may have um, had a baby who slept really well in their cotton self-settled and all of the things. It's a very different ball game when you've got a toddler. It's all about boundaries. So you might find that even though I said keep the bedtime routine as consistent as possible with what they were doing prior to the cot, you might find that you need to put like time limits on more things, you know, three books, would you like two or three tonight? Give them the choice. They're obviously becoming more and more independent and want those choices, want to make those choices um, as they get older. So, you know, the choice between pajamas might work really well. Would you like two or three books tonight? And just keeping really strong boundaries and boundaries that you can stick to as well. So, I have found another little thing that works really well is, okay, you've got one more question because we all know it can be, oh, mom, I just wanted to know, you know, and it just goes on and on and on. So you sort of have to, sometimes you can (laughs) go through these stages where you feel like you're being a bit military about things, but they really respect those boundaries if it's something that happens time and time again and they, they start to understand the boundaries that, you know, soon before you know it you might have a toddler that's telling you now we've got three books tonight you know before you've even prompted it so just keep some of those things in mind with the things that you are doing in the lead up to bedtime and of course we want them to feel safe and secure in their bed um, that it's a safe space for them to be and you know they don't need to keep shouting out to us throughout the night um And obviously the same goes for sometimes children can go to bed really well or, you know, you get to a point where bedtime works really well because they're tired from a big day, but it might be the middle of the night or those early hours of the morning that become a bit of a struggle. And those same strategies are what I would recommend trying to be consistent with when the wake up's in the night or if you've got a child that just appears in your bedroom at 2 a.m., again the silent walk back or the mum will come back and check you in a minute I've done that plenty of times in the middle of the night if Elle has just randomly yelled out and needed something or said that she needed something so trying to be consistent so they kind of know what's happening all the time and we're not trying to throw too many different alternatives in the mix um another thing to keep in mind is that at this age obviously they will start to cotton on that if they do Um, display a particular behavior for long enough and if you sort of cave in certain ways or there's inconsistent messages they'll start to pick up on that and might start to behave differently so keep all those things in mind definitely a good age for a reward system if you feel that your little one needs something like that that can be sticker charts another really good one is um I learned this from a fellow sleep consultant actually which is a really good one that I love um get a little jar and just you know go to spotlight or somewhere and get a heap of pom-poms and each night your little one gets two pom-poms or you can choose three or one or whatever but two pom-poms for example the two pom-poms are like twice they can get out of bed or twice they can ask a question when you've already left the room you know sort of two things that are a little bit outside what we would like them to do while we're um, sort of teaching them about good bedtime boundaries and once they're two pom-poms and each time say they get out of bed or they yell out um 
they have to give up a pom-pom. So obviously if they call out, one pom-pom goes. If they get out of bed, the other pom-pom goes. If they do get to the point where they've still got pom-poms left by the time the morning rolls around, they actually get to put the pom-poms. They might get just a little reward of some kind. You can use that to your own level of it. When I say reward, it doesn't, I don't mean take them to the shops and get a toy, but something that would work really well, you know, play to their strengths a little bit. It might be the choice of something that they get to do the next day or, you know, something really fun like that, that rewards them for their good behavior at bedtime. Um, and of course, when, um, if they wake up in the morning, they've got a pom-pom left, they've got their little reward for the day, but they also get to put the leftover pom-poms back in the jar. And when the jar is full again, they might get to choose a big something, you know, and again, you can choose whether that's like a gift or a toy or something like that but it definitely doesn't have to be that it's just something that you think that they will enjoy so that's a really cute little one and it's very um visual and you know kids love to see that something's you know the the idea that pom-poms are being added into the jar and this this jar is getting fuller by the day so that's a really cute one that's definitely worth a try and again like I said sticker charts can work really well or those types of things where um, they get to get up the next day and put a little star on their sticker chart or something along those lines can can work well for some for some toddlers so hopefully there are a few little strategies for you um, as always I love chatting about all this stuff and toddlers are just such a different ball game to babies and I really love workshopping ideas with what's been happening for families it's a it can be a really challenging time because like I said it's so different to babies where really you're trying to teach a baby how to sleep independently nine times out of ten whereas you may have had that previously and now you feel like it's all unraveled but please know that if you're going through this and you're going through a really hard time with your toddler there is hope they will absolutely get there I would absolutely love to help you if you feel that it's all just falling apart and you need some more guidance. I love all of this. I love talking about toddlers. Um, so please get in contact. You can contact me on Instagram or email or however suits you. But thank you guys. I hope that's been really helpful for you. And I'm really thankful that you joined me on today's episode. Um, it's been good to get back into it and hoping to do these, continue these more regularly throughout this year. As always, um, I hope you got a lot out of it. And if you feel, if there's something that you would like me to cover, please just shoot me a message I always love to hear what you guys think and what you would like to hear about because that's where I get my inspiration for these episodes from um, but otherwise thanks and bye for now and I'll hopefully talk to you all soon bye guys